Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's bring in Ryan Wood, shall we? Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. The season has started off 2-0. The offense has looked pretty good. Aaron Rodgers has looked sharp. They are 1-1 in New Orleans, and... uh, kind of questioning a little bit to the sharpness, shall we say, of one Drew Brees. But uh, both of the big wide receivers are nicked up. Michael Thomas for the Saints, Davante Adams for the Green Bay Packers, Ryan Wood now joining us. Ryan, how you doing, buddy? Doing great, Bill. How's it going? Good. Let's start with the injuries. Uh, the likelihood Devontae Adams plays in this one with a bad hammy? Higher than Kenny Clark's. It's hard to put a number on it. It, it, it always, I mean, if you don't see him on the practice field, you always – it's hard to feel that confident, but the reality is, and Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur both said this yesterday, Devontae Adams is the guy they could just try it out there Sunday. He doesn't need to practice this week. So that helps him a lot. They can be cautious through the week and, and really rest that hamstring. And we're just, I don't know if they're going to know until Sunday morning when they Sunday morning wake up in New Orleans and see how that hamstring feels. Um, so, Kind of a wait and see, and, and as Matt Lafleur said yesterday, get him to game day, and if he can get there, then he'll he'll play. Kenny Clark, until he's back on the field, he's not back on the field. You know, he he hasn't been back on the field since before halftime again against Minnesota. I mean, he hasn't been back since then. So, I think that they're going to take the long approach, and they're, they're going to be really abundantly cautious with this groin um, and. You really can't start talking about a return for Kenny Clark until you see him back at practice. So uh, that was going to be my next question about Kenny Clark. Without Kenny Clark, I was watching Kamara run the other night, and they we just had uh, 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 Christian Garrick on from WWL down in New Orleans. He's like, I can't figure out why they got away from the run after the first half of that ball game against the Raiders because they were running the ball so effectively, and they've got an offensive line built to run the ball. So the question is, without Kenny Clark, I would expect a ground-and-pound game. Sean Payton tends to get away from that at times, but how do you stop Kamara in that run game without Kenny Clark up front? Uh, it's obviously, saying the obvious, it's it's much more difficult. And you can imagine that, especially with the way that Drew Brees has played or, or not played in the first two games, that that's, that's going to be the Saints' primary approach is is to do that is to use Alvin Kamara ride him and and use that run game against what is absolutely a very suspect Packers run defense I mean the reality is the Packers haven't really stopped the run in the first two weeks the offense 
has stopped the other team's running game in the first two weeks. They gave up over six yards per carry against the Vikings, 4.2 yards per carry against the Lions. Uh, it's just that th- this offense has been so prolific through the two weeks that you get up big on these uh, on these teams at, by, by halftime, and it it takes out the opposing team's running game, and that's that's what happened in the first two weeks. So if that could happen again. I mean, the, the the way that this Packers offense is is playing right now, that they could they could go down to New Orleans and on the fast track inside the dome, and uh, especially with with limited fans, and you don't have the the full throat of a, a Sunday night in the Superdome, and this offense could take out the Saints' running game. That, that could certainly happen, but if not, it would I mean be no surprise at all for Alvin Kamara to have a big game against this Packers run defense. Uh, would you spy a guy like say Darnell Savage on Kamara? Yeah, you know, I, he's got the speed to match up for sure. Uh, it's 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 going to be a tough assignment if they go that route for a young safety. Uh, but it's it's certainly not with it. You know, just from a speed matchup standpoint, he'd be the guy that you would do it with, um, and and you'd certainly want to make sure it's a safety, not a linebacker. Uh, I you would well, you, I don't think you have depth at linebacker to be able to take one guy and put him on Kamara, do you? Well, the, the guy you do it with is Kirksey, but and you know we should say this about the inside linebacker position: it's only two games, and two games is not a reputation change. But Chris Barnes has played pretty darn well in two games at inside linebacker. Christian Kirksey is healthy going into Game Three, which is so far so good for him. And when he's been healthy, he's been a good player. They're getting Kamal Martin back at some point, and he had a heck of a camp. It's possible this inside linebacker position is better than what we expected and we'll just have to wait and see because it's not it's only two games it's possible that it's exactly what we expected but uh inside linebacker has been a lot better through two games than i would have thought it'd be yeah it's it's funny when you talk about uh the the linebacker position the fact that really when you look where did barnes barnes gets cut and comes back i mean was this a guy that they said oh yeah he can start we just got to float him around and bring him back why i I don't understand why you go from getting cut and being sent away to coming back and now you're a you're a guy that's a, a rising star and there's no question that the the absence of preseason tape is the reason why they were able to do this with chris barnes because if you put him on film in the preseason he he gets claimed with the way that he's played uh, that, that, that's that's just a risk that they would not be able to take in but even still, it's still a risk. I mean, he was a priority free agent. Everyone knew Chris Barnes coming in into the draft and uh, out of the draft. And, and when when the, all seven rounds were gone, he, he was a guy, teams knew who he was. So it, even without the preseason tape, it was it was a hell of a gamble by Brian Gutekinds to, to risk him being a claim somewhere else. And, oh, by the way, you're going to be a week one starter and, and make plays. I mean, not just be out there for window dressing, but actually – actually be a contributor to the defense um you know it's just two games and it's too early to crown anyone but it, it was it really was a substantial gamble that this team t- took and to their credit i guess it, it's it's worked off so far talking with ryan wood of the green bay press gazette talking packers getting ready for the packers and the saints and uh, i want to go back to the defense and I know that it's been a mix of moving guys around, trying to play gaps, but they've also created some turnovers, and they've been good in doing so. But is I hate to say this, are you relying upon that at this point? Because those two turnovers, uh, Shannon Sullivan, uh, obviously Shannon Sullivan, and then the, the one that Jair Alexander had in game one, 
the turnovers have turned the tide, so to speak. So are they now relying on – are we looking at a defense that if they don't get a turnover and they don't turn the tide at some point, that this team is then really – that's their Achilles heel? Yeah, the defensive line potentially is, is – if you want to look for Achilles heels, that, that, that could be an Achilles heel uh, early in the season despite the hot start. That's, that's kind of been the deficiency. The reality is, I mean – this is what the Packers defense relied on last year. They were a playmaking opportunistic defense. Um, they did excel in the red zone. So even though they were a defense that, that gave up a, a lot of yards, I mean, they, they, they certainly were not among the, they were basically dead average in, in, in yardage last year. They, they were able to keep teams off the scoreboard as much because of how they played in the red zone. So situational football, uh, pass rush, turnovers, situational football those those type of things is what they excelled in last year it's what they've excelled in this year and they've basically been average if you take away the big play so they're a big play making defense that is average when it comes to between the 20s and, and and limiting yardage from the opposing offense which at the end of the day if you're getting the type of production that, that they've gotten these first two games from the Packers offense that is more than enough that is more than enough if that continues to go and win a Super Bowl. I mean, if, if, if you're going to be dropping 40 points each week or 30 points each week, you'll take the big play defense and, okay, it's not dominant on that side of the ball, but it's good enough to get by. The question is obviously can they continue this on offense and w- with what they've got on defense. Um, also want to talk to you about the matchups. And uh, we kind of got into the discussion earlier. I want to ask you real quick, uh, what intrigues you more? Uh, is this going to be Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees, or is it going to be Kamara and Jones in this particular matchup? Yeah, that's a great question, Bill. You know, honestly, it, it probably is more of a Kamara Jones type showdown, and part of that is one of the one of those running backs has gotten his contract extension, and the other has. I mean, that that's a backstory to this game that Aaron Jones is still seeking to get paid, and now the Kamara has. So you better believe Aaron Jones knows that, and very similar to Week One against. The Vikings. I mean, he, he's going to want to put on a show. I mean, week one against the Vikings, he had 66 rushing yards and a touchdown. Modest, especially compared to last week. But Aaron Jones knew who was the running back on the other sideline. He, he knew he was going against Alvin Cook. He's going to know that he's going against Alvin Kamara. Rogers Breeze is great for the network. I mean, it's it's going to be what NBC broadcasts and, and trumpets, and for good reason. They're they're two of the best quarterbacks of this generation. But Breeze is 41 and very much playing like it. Uh, and Rodgers, though he's he's played really well through two games, he's he's not 2011 Rodgers, right? So it's it's not the same pizzazz that it would have been a decade ago. But those running backs, that, that's that's going to be fun to watch. Great stuff as always, and uh, Ryan certainly appreciate it. We'll talk to you again next week and kind of break this whole thing down. Okay. All right. Have a good weekend. All right, buddy, talk to you later. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years, they've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.